When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it's the Anfield Wrap with Josh Sexton, Adam Melia, Neil Jones, and me, John Gibbons. I am in the host seat. Uh, don't worry, Neil, we'll be back tomorrow. He's just having a few days in Ireland. People worry when Neil misses a show. Really, yeah. Uh, yeah, they think it's the end of the world. Uh, <laughs> where is, is he? The Twitter rumours start. <laughs> <laughs> He's out for the season. I think it's because he averages seven a day. Yeah, when, true, uh, yeah. when he has a weekend off, it, people really notice it. Uh, but no, he is back in. He's back in work tomorrow. Um, so don't worry, he did watch the game. I'll be interested to hear what he thinks about it. But before all that, obviously, we'll have uh, the opinions of Josh Adam and Neil on Liverpool's 3-1 defeats at Arsenal uh, but just a couple of announcements first up before we get going properly as ever we are sponsored by Green King Sport this season there is loads of great live sports on the TV at the moment uh, from the Premier League the FA Cup AFCON uh, which is wild uh, I will have a pint for Ivory Coast if anyone is up for it um, <laughs> you've got to keep an eye on them um, and outside of football obviously darts and even the Six Nations if that takes your fancy I always try and get rugby chat in now when Neil's not here um, just to um, <laughs> <laughs> just to needle him uh, get out for the Six Nations put your brown shoes on enjoy yourselves uh, <laughs> why not no one's here to judge you um, so yeah don't settle, settle for the dodgy stream if it's on the telly it's on at your local Green King across the huge HD screens if you download the Green King Sports app you will also receive 10% off every single drink whenever there's a game on uh, we'd also encourage everyone to follow Green King Sports on Instagram where you'll get amongst other things uh, Neil talking about life post Jürgen Klopp also the Anfield app are going back to North America in March uh, with shows in New York on the Wednesday the 20th of March uh, at Cadigas uh, then we go to Boston Toronto Detroit Delaware and Washington so six shows in six nights and Craig tells me that two of those are very close to selling out already uh, which is great because we haven't really really pushed it uh, but yeah two close to selling out already another two are over half sold so if you want to come I, I will be quick um, it's theamfieldwrap.com forward slash TAW live theamfieldwrap.com forward slash TAW live I'm really looking forward to it I missed the last one so can't wait to get out say hello to people and celebrate the Reds uh, and hopefully we'll have a lot to celebrate by then uh, but not a lot to celebrate <laughs> yesterday Neil what did you make of it or just just mm. sort of a wider before we get into the specifics and things like that what, what did you make of it I I didn't see it coming personally I don't know whether that's a bit of naivety I was on the radio with a, with an Arsenal fan this morning uh, a girl called Laura Kirk who, who, who I really like on, on, on Twitter and, and, and on, on the radio as well and she said oh I didn't see that Arsenal performance coming and that made me feel a little bit better because I didn't yeah. either but, but also I didn't really expect Liverpool to struggle as much with what Arsenal were throwing at us yeah, I, I don't think they could have any complaints to Liverpool, but I think they can have a few regrets. I think the manner in which it sort of gets taken away in the second half is really frustrating because you felt like they'd sort of got over the, the bad patch in the game and I I was sort of gearing myself up really for the, the last 20 minutes being yeah. Liverpool heavy. You know, I thought it was going to be that theirs to win, really not what you want to do with the game, but it wasn't overly unexpected the way it panned out you know a, a sort of sluggish start and then Liverpool come on strong but I think the air came out of the balloon with that, that second goal and it really did um, you, you look back and you sort of I, you, I could see Virgil's face almost in the, in the interview that he gave with Sky afterwards it was almost like the, oh, you know like of all the days and all the times for that to happen it, it, it's there and um, yeah 
I think it makes it a little bit easier to sort of throw it in the in the in the bin really and say, don't worry about it. It's just you know, if 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 something like that happens with Virgil and Allison, you know it's kind of one of those days as opposed to it being a kind of we played our best there and still got beat, or you know, we, we played really yeah. well and we couldn't, you know, couldn't take our chances or whatever. But yeah, it was um I don't think anyone could have watched that 90 minutes and come away and thought Liverpool deserved anything else but losing, to be honest. No, I mean, I mean that's right. There's, there's sort of two ways to analyse the game, really, Adam, and we'll probably do a little bit of both. Just looking at the chances and, and looking at, you know, actually created, you know, for relative to teams. And by almost any metric, um, Arsenal was sort of better than us. But it is funny in that if you'd have offered Jürgen Klopp one all at 60 minutes when he brought up, you know, when he was doing the pre-planned subs... You'd have bit your hand off, I think, and then we were actually looking sort of okay at that point. So, and then, and then it is a freak goal. So it's a, it's a funny one to analyse, really, because, like I said, for everything that had gone wrong up to that point, and and for everything we'd done badly, which was a lot, you know, we we are still right in it when those subs come on at sixty. Yeah, it is a funny one to analyse. It's a funny feeling. I think I was I, I said to Josh when I came in the office this morning that it, you know we don't we don't get that feeling very often. And I don't think I just mean losing. I think I mean deserving to lose. Yeah. Um, mm. Because by the end of the game, by you know by the by, by by not even the very end of the game, you sort of think, well, we we we're not getting back into this, and it is quite a strange feeling that. But as you say. Um, you know, if you if, if you if you look if you look over the whole piece, there was there, there was there, there was times when we seemed to be incredibly in the ascend, ascendancy, and it only looked like going in one direction, basically up until they they score. You know, the big turning point of the game, because you know, I, I, I think most people would probably have have bit your hand off for just one nil at half time at one point, and obviously yeah, we're going better going. Than, better than one nil at half time. So. Yeah, um, it, it, I think I think as you say, there's 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 a few different ways of of, of, of looking at it, but um, yeah, I think I think probably my my preferred one is is the uh, is is the one of that 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 goal being being the huge turning point, which is the same as Virgil and the the, the manager said. Um, confidence wise, just because you mentioned it before, I know you were saying you know you, you you were very confident. I was very confident, but then I, I think I think the wind came out of my sails a lot with the t- with the team changes that were forced upon us, and I sort of. Had a bit of a, a bit of trepidation about it if it looked if if it ended up being a similar shape to the FA Cup game. Uh, I, I, I thought I thought there was the the, the, the things that we the, the changes that we kind of maybe had to make basically um, might might be uh, might might end up making sort sort of a difference because you just know how good they are in midfield. That's the one thing they kind of always seem to you know seem seem to have and that plus the crowd being up and a bit a bit of luck that going the other way for them you sort of think well you know it's it it, it, it might it might not be as much our day as I because I, I mean I was on the post match show after Chelsea games so that I'm like I'm like a meme you know like <laughs> with the league oh we're, we're fucked after <laughs> 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 three days <laughs> so, yeah, uh, nobody find these the, 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 those clips and put them together but yeah uh, it was um, yeah the, there's the, there was the, you, you sort of don't want to go too too far the other way but yeah the, there was there was there was a bit of a bit of a deflation slightly before the game kicked off for me. Yeah, I, I know what Adam's saying there, in that you know when the Sabozlai news sort of sneaks through on on Saturday night, and you're thinking, oh, is it you know is it people just haven't spotted him so on the walk, or is this an actual sort of squad thing? Then there was little rumours that he was on the bench, and then he sort of you know wasn't there at all. And it's funny with with injuries or, or whatever it is, you know, that there's sort of with whether injuries or illness, but missing players because sometimes you feel like you can carry it, and we've had a lot missing and, and played well. Sometimes it, 
I always feel like when you can do a like for like swap. So, for example, Canati is going to be spending spending hours, isn't he? And I'm like, well, can Quancy uh, will just play? Yeah. And like, I'm not worried about it at all. Not just because it's Burnley, but just because I feel like you know Quancy's sort of proved he can he can sort of come in and and do that. Um, similar with sort of you know different people in, in different areas when. Um, when I saw the forward line, for example, and, and, and I was like, well, yeah, that, that sort of makes sense to me. You know, Darwin will just sort of come on. But there was something about the Sabozlai one, Josh, that I don't know. It, it just felt like whatever we would have done to replace him was would have left us sort of a bit un- imbalanced. And and even if even if it had been Jones who'd have missed out and then Gravenberg would have played that side with Sabozlai, I would have sort of felt a little bit better. And that's not necessarily because Sabozlai is playing well better than... Than Jones at the moment because I don't I think I think they're both sort of doing well and obviously it's like he's been out but I don't know I, I think this is a roundabout way of saying that that it was more that who was missing really rather than and and the, the profiles and who was able to come in and sort of do a similar job that that worried me more than the fact that because people are always going to be out yeah and it's it's the sort of I guess it's the strange thing about the balance of of a squad in general like I've been thinking about this a lot since 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 the game finished and that you know if you if you ask me I would say that Liverpool have got one of if not the strongest squads in in, in the Premier League and then so I'm almost then questioning myself being like well why why were you so sort of downtrodden when you didn't see that Sabosli was was even in the squad and why were you so downtrodden when you saw that Nunes was was just fit enough for the, for the bench and stuff like that and it, it, you're right to say that it's as much it's as much what you miss in there as, yeah. a, as what you gain in Gravenberg has, has had you know a, a pretty tough start to life for Liverpool he's had, he's had his moments um, I, I just think it is it is such a balanced thing like you say and I, I, I think it may be uh, to sort of half disagree, I think it probably would still be as strong if it was if it was Jones. Because I think you've seen that Jones, if it was Jones missing, I should say, you've seen how much balance Jones does bring to that midfield. I think that's the the quality that him and Sabosla in particular have brought this season is just how good they are going backwards as much as going forwards. And Adam's right to point out that. Arsenal's midfield is, is so strong and I was I almost found myself fuming during the game yesterday that Jorginho was having as good a game as, as he was and I couldn't figure out whether it was that Liverpool were making him look good or whether he's just you know he, he is a more talented player than maybe I, I want to give him credit for because because he did look like he, he sort of controlled that game for, for the most part for Arsenal yesterday in, in, the, in, in, in a way that you know Declan Rice just got to basically be a physical presence in midfield and Martin Odegaard got to be a bit of everything to, to, to every man and, and, and be the thorn in, in the referee side all game and put in a sort of you know a real captain's performance almost and that was that was that was the thing that I, I, I didn't feel like Liverpool had many hard lines in in the game you could maybe argue you know a couple of things around you know refereeing decisions I don't think that contributed to to Liverpool losing the game in the end as, as we've all highlighted I don't think Liverpool deserved anything from the game but I think Liverpool's bad luck comes before kickoff as, as you say with with you know the, the Darwin news which we've maybe known for a couple of days albeit we were reassured by the fact he trained on Friday and then the Sabah I think is is the one that sort of catches you completely unawares. Yeah, he's interesting on Nunes because he he, he sort of suggests before the game that he could have started, yeah. but yeah. He, he it was more of a tactical thing. You know, I wonder whether he'd have made that tactical switch if he, if he hadn't have been sort of you know carrying it. But you know, were you surprised to not see him in there, and were you surprised to see the the, the midfield that he did pick? Because although Sabozlay's out, he did have other options. He could have started Elliot. Mm. There was maybe even a bit of talk that Gakpo maybe yeah, Gakpo or, or even Trent pushing Trent in there and going with Gomez and Robertson. You know, he did have other options there. None of them are perfect. But no, the, he, I, he, he didn't have to pick that team. He did. Well, I, did he? I mean, he says he did because he <laughs> says he knew Trent couldn't do ninety. Um, you've got to assume Robertson couldn't do 90 after, you know, hasn't done 90 yet. Thiago was on the bench who, I mean, it looked 
it looked like six minutes was a bit much for Thiago. He really passed to them, didn't he? Yeah, he did. You know, I don't think Thiago would have been on the bench had had they had the options. Obviously, Bradley, with the sad news, I think that was a, another big blow. I haven't mentioned him yet, but I think him and Subosla in the same area of the pitch, that's, le- that's so much legs that Liverpool mm. lost from the team, you know, and so much confidence, really, from the, from the team on, a, on a, in an area where Arsenal are simultaneously strong um, in an attacking sense and weak in a defensive sense. So Liverpool were, were, were not only weaker defensively, but they were unable to take advantage of Arsenal's weakness as well. Um, so I think that removes Bradley being out removes the, the possibility of playing Trent in midfield I think once you, you know you're going to be taking Trent off I think putting Nunes on the bench actually made sense because you didn't want to sort of be in a position where you were you were making three changes that weaken your team at least you've got one up your sleeve that potentially strengthens it um, and, and I'll add to that the fact that the players who came in didn't play well Yeah, you know that that was the main thing I mean Gravenberg had a, had a nightmare really Trent 14 passes I think he, he completed in the match and you're like Trent you know, like, it's like it's usually it's up near 100 most games you know if he, if he plays 90 minutes but he was just he was just so off it really and he, he wasn't influential in the game at all um, and give a bit of credit to Arsenal give a lot of credit to Arsenal they, they, they started well and they've done that quite regularly against Liverpool haven't they the last four games I think they've they've come flying out the traps against Liverpool and it's been a storm to, to sort of weather Um but yeah, I, I think I think having two players missing from the team, who were both in form, you know, from the from the midweek and in the same area of the pitch, I think was just a little bit too much. I actually thought Liverpool got a decent grip of it when they moved Curtis back into that sort of second sitting midfielder. They they got on the ball a little bit more and they started playing a bit. And at the start of the second half, they were having some joy. Yeah, but it was it was only really a 10-15 minute period in the game that they ever looked kind of comfortable and. I think, I think, yeah, it, it it was a team. You could have maybe predicted some of the issues, but I also think they were they were massively highlighted by the fact that the players just didn't play well well enough at all. Yeah, the manager's got to pick someone and throw someone in as any Adam, and that's the the thing really. And and like you say, I don't think any of his solutions were, were perfect. But would you have liked to have seen him done done something different? And you think if he had his time again, he might do. I, I I thought about it because, as I say, it was it was worrying me, but I couldn't I couldn't really think of another of, of another way around it myself. Um, yeah, I think possibly you know if the Subosline news lands late, maybe should he change his mind about the Darwin thing? Because I think he'd sort of made up his mind when he was that, that Darwin was on the bench probably on 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 the Friday, and then he was he he kind of reverted back to his earlier in the season um, Nunes and Elliot, you know, change change things on impact on on sixty. Um, so I think he's sort of wedded to that idea. I mean, I'm just guessing, but um, so so I mean, there isn't there isn't anybody else that you that you kind of could, could put in there uh, other than than, than Gravenberg, and 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 yet it, it sort of seemed slightly inevitable. Uh, the only other person we haven't mentioned is Endo, who's reported back for training today. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's you know it, that came if, if that had come a couple of days earlier, then then you know you could see that that might have been made made a, a really different story. Um, yeah, I, I, and, and as, as, as Neil was just saying there, that, that, that despite so Klopp mentions the uh, that Macker and Kurt were, were getting that you know get, getting the ball in, in quite good areas and and the, the triangle was good there, but then it, that I think I think the point he was making so he sort of it, it sounded a little bit like a criticism of Trent. He was like, could Trent have got the ball in a few more times? I think it was more like Arsenal had cut off the supply to yeah, Trent. Yeah. That's yeah. how I read that. Yeah, and also when you have got Martinelli there, yeah, it is in your mind, isn't it, that like. 
don't take a risk here because if we lose, I mean, he, he, the first thing he did in the game, he ran 60 yards beyond Canati, didn't he? And everyone's, oh wow, that was that was quick. So it does naturally lean towards, and you could see Arsenal. I think Arsenal's sort of plan was give it, get Canate on the ball from the Liverpool perspective because if he wants to play it to Trent, we can we can bite, and if he doesn't, he's not very good in terms of playing the other way, you know, across the pitch or through the lines or diagonally. So. And Martinelli can beat him in a foot race. And Martinelli, yeah, I mean, yeah. Which, I mean, I think that would have shocked a lot of people. Yeah, you know, you think yeah. I thought Canard said, "Well, okay, mm. let's let's have it." Yeah, Do, I mean, the other one is you say, "What could he have done?" He played Gakpo in that right side of the midfield in the cup, and Elliot on the right wing, and it didn't work in the first half either. Yeah. And he changed it, and he, and and the game sort of changed. So, it, it, I think Endo was was one that you would have loved to have had him available because you could have maybe move McAllister into that position. Yeah. Endo played particularly well in that game against Arsenal in the It's in the sort league. of a bit crap time in the Endo thing, isn't it? Yeah, because I mean, now we've got a week off and he's, yeah. he's, and he's probably not going to play against Burnley, you wouldn't yeah. have thought. It'd be, it'd be a shock if he starts that game to me. Do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure. You know, it depends who's available, I suppose, yeah. doesn't it? I mean, Gravenberg didn't do his, his, his chance. No, I just think if Spurs lies back and Yeah, and well, fingers, cro- I mean, fingers crossed on that. It doesn't sound... It's not good news, is, is it? it? Not? Well, he said he's got the same same area that he had the injury that kept him out for a month. It's pain in there, so fingers crossed. It's it's just a sort of a bit of fatigue in there, but you wouldn't want to be without him much longer. And I think what you'd also lose with Sabosley that you don't have with Gravenberg or Curtis in a, in a way. Curtis a little bit more now. You don't have someone to go and overlap on that right. So there's no width in yeah. in, in, in Liverpool's play without Trent. And Trent's only got forward a couple of times. So you didn't have anyone sort of asking questions as Zinchenko or I mean it would have been Kivior Kivior later. They were able to bring him on at half time and I when it when it happened at half time I thought, oh that's a momentum shift. The Liverpool are level and now they've had to take off they've had to bring on a weak link. But Liverpool didn't really get a chance to expose him because Gravenberg's tendency is to dribble infield mm. and go, you know, stay in the middle of the pitch really. So Bosley has that real ability to create those kind of overloads on that that right hand side or yeah, Liverpool's right hand side. But they never had that at all really throughout the game. Yeah, they probably deserve a bit of credit for how they, they made us look a bit ordinary, Adam, and I think we, we, um, it's been a feature of our play, you know, when we've come up against teams and, and really gone at them and, and, and come at them and, and pressed and, you know, closing the passing lanes. It, it felt like it was hard for Liverpool, and I was like, are we making this look hard or are they making it hard? And I think it was probably a little bit of both. Uh, yeah, I think, I think, um, to be fair, if, if we, we sometimes say, well, I wonder what it must be like for teams to, to, to face Liverpool. And I think that, 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 that we possibly experienced a bit of that yesterday because I think even the, the times when the time, you know, the, the period of both sides of half time, especially after where we were on top, I think if, if it was the other way around, we'd probably say, as we have a few times this season, that we sort of took our pain quite well there. It wasn't like, like Liverpool didn't create, create massively good chances in that period, really. We had some no. shots, which was, which was more than we'd had in the first half. Um, but I think that they were sort of arm's length, really. I think I think we were still being held at arm's length, really, by by, by Arsenal there. So, um, yeah, I, I I do think that that, that they they deserve they deserve quite a lot of credit, really. It's it, as you say, I, I'm sort of as I say that I'm back to thinking, but why was that? Why was that second goal such a such a, 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 a felt like such a big uh, shift of, of of momentum and shift of everything because. Despite despite what I'm saying about the fact that, that I feel like Arsenal did keep us at arm's length, I feel like we were. I don't know. The, 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 maybe just being an optimist at the time, watching it live, I felt like that we we could possibly have been about to to create some better chances before that happened. I don't know. I think our subs didn't make us any better, to be honest, either. Um, which has been 
a you know a key feature all season, and I and I can't think of many times. Actually, probably the Chelsea game is another one. So that's two games in a row where our subs haven't improved us, uh, which has been the first half of the season's main thing that you know that have, have rocketed Liverpool to sort of how well we're doing. Um, so yeah, I think I think that is that is something we maybe need to. I don't know whether it was, it's something we need to think about or whether it is just players starting players that aren't quite fully back to their you know their, their fit but are they are they back in rhythm Trent in particular and Robertson um, I think that, that, that that's sort of twice now where you know they're, they're amazing players Liverpool legends but they aren't kind of they're, they're not really playing as well as the people they're replacing mm. you know in, 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 in Bradley and Gomez you know Bradley and Gomez are kind of in better rhythm and in better form than, than Trent and Robertson at the moment so you know we can't necessarily be surprised even though they are who they are so Gomez yeah. was dreadful wasn't he yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> I thought Gomez was dreadful in in the first half. Like he was, he was the one of the one. Him and Van Dijk, I thought, were the two that really like. It was a mad kept, decision just that kept he, getting dragged out. It was like, don't, yeah. just don't do that. Or whatever you do, don't do that. What you've just done, like, that was <laughs> sort of so many times. You know, like you're turning towards your own goal or you're playing the ball into someone who's who's under It was pressure. mad that he was doing the thing that, that yeah, that, that, was, that was it. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Gomez was much better when he went to right back, but like, I think I just there was. I think Van Dijk set a really poor tone in the first half in terms of he was simultaneously panicky and casual. It was like it was like two different. It was like he was panicky in moments when he didn't need to be, and then casual when it was like you need to be switched on here. Like don't don't do anything silly, you know. It was like he was trying too hard to be front footed. I think like yeah. it's, it's dead interesting the way we approach first that. that yeah, yeah. The, the first part of the first half. Like I I always think back to Liverpool City games, like especially ones at Anfield. To be honest, where. The two teams like show each other arguably too much respect. Like City and Liverpool, whenever they play each other at Anfield, it's it's like the start of a boxing match where they're just trying to feel each other out. And Liverpool just didn't seem to want to get involved that with Arsenal yesterday. It was like Liverpool had heard what Klopp said in the week about wanting them to be more dominant, have more time on the ball, and the players were like, well, right, we're gonna we're gonna you know go after everything. But then Arsenal just picked them off so many times to the point where you wanted you know the, the goal allowed Liverpool to reset. But you almost wanted that to come before we conceded a goal because the one thing you know Arsenal are not a team who score a ton of goals they're a team who are dead good defending the lead and they're a team who are really like really tactically sound so the minute you gave them the goal you instantly you know put yourself on the, on the back foot in, in sort of every sense and like and like Neil says it was it was almost most disappointing that it's one of your most experienced players who does get dragged out position for the first goal because he's almost he's trying so hard to be front foot and trying so hard to get Liverpool back and, and, and sort of seize that momentum in the game yeah. and you, you have to factor like, another day you know the ball it's a good save and it comes away and one of your players clears it and you go, oh, goalkeeper bells it out there, doesn't yeah. force the sack. So you, the, the, there's always, the goals obviously are, are massive changes in the, in the momentum in the game and Liverpool had luck with theirs, obviously. Um, but I don't think you could sort of, you couldn't say about the, the start of the game that it wasn't coming. You could say it maybe about the second goal where you go, I don't know where that's come from. That was like a bit of a dead period of the game. But the way Liverpool started the game was they were asking for trouble. I was surprised that Arsenal it. didn't 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 push harder after they scored. To yeah. be fair, it, it, it seemed like yeah. at that stage maybe they were paying us. Yeah, to, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, maybe that's like we know how this works. Yeah. Out, you know, yeah, like we yeah. sort of we, as soon as we push, we'll, they'll score and then they'll end up winning three one, and we'll, we'll we'll be regretting it. But I, I maybe also think did Arsenal possibly think. We, we we feel like we can take their power without Salah. You know, we, we actually will be all right. You know, they they won't. They might only get a couple of chances, and I don't know if they'll take them the way that they would if they had the, the sort of the main 
Salah and Nunes on the pitch. I, I wonder if Klopp will learn a lot of lessons from, from that team selection because I, you think back to like the, the behind-closed-doors season and how it basically got to a point in the season where we were all going just stop playing midfielders in defence and that's that's almost the way you, like you always think of football positions horizontally but as, as Neil says there we'd effectively given ourselves a whole new right-hand side in this game and then yeah. and then you know you know Adam mentions the subs as well even at the point when you bring on the subs you've put yourselves on the back foot by changing the whole right-hand side because then suddenly you're just changing it again when, when you bring all the subs on you know he moves Gomez to right-back moves Diaz I think out, out to the right-wing does he Diaz puts Nunes right up, back, up front <laughs> yeah yeah and, and what a back up four right back. <laughs> <laughs> Diaz Virgil Thiago and Robertson yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely wild but, <laughs> wow. but, like, but like I say you've got you've gone from changing the whole right-hand side to start the game to then changing it again when, when you make the subs and I, I, I just I felt like the subs took a, a bit of you know took a bit of air out of the balloon as well to be honest and they were the, they were the exact subs I wanted to see but you know the manager comes out in the end and says Trent you know, couldn't have couldn't have played the ninety minutes. I'd, I'd have quite liked to have seen Trent stay on. And as as Neil said, you know, it's not it's not such a slight on Gomez because he's been he's been so great now for for so so many weeks. But I think at that point you really need to show Arsenal that we're we're putting the foot on the throat here. But also like there's one of the things you could have just not changed on that side of the pitch there and kept like some sort of rhythm in the game and not it's not to say that Trent was playing supremely either but I'd have probably just kept him on at that stage almost for you know we're not changing this whole right hand side again as as we did before the game. The equaliser is such a gift, Neil. It's marvellous, and it? it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> like it's the fact that he handballs it in as well, just like yeah. adds to the kind of like calamity. The fact that you know we hadn't even had a shot. I don't think up to that point. They, they really. were literally making that point, weren't they? I think when when on Sky they were making the point that Liverpool haven't had a shot on target <coughs> the entire first half, and then he scored. And they still haven't. And, and, <laughs> and by the way, they still haven't had a shot on target. <laughs> and I always always think that when it just trickles over the line as well, it just has that little extra kind of. Sort of comedy value to it, doesn't it? Where you think, oh, trying to reach can't, can't stop quite, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was they were they had a couple of little moments just before, and it it was in the, a similar vein, wasn't it? it? Was sort of working the ball from the left to the right, and then oh, you know, I think Trent put a cross in the. Uh, Gabriel done really well to reach where he like you thought Gakpo was in to, right. to score, and they had one early in the game where Gakpo got played in uh, by I think it was McAllister, but they weren't. They weren't looking like it wasn't one of them where you think, oh, Liverpool are getting to grips with this game at all. It was more like Liverpool were just doing sort of the odd half decent thing. But fair play to Diaz, you know, I don't want to be cruel and say it was about all he did in the game, but it, it was it was very Diaz, wasn't it? It was very sort of you tenacious, know, tenacious and, and not giving up and got his reward. I really wanted him to be f- more positive with the other the other opportunities that he got. You got a couple at the start of the second half where you're like, right, go on go on like run at them take him in the penalty area and he he just has that way sometimes where he gets I feel like he gets a lot of shots blocked he gets a lot of good positions where you think I'm not sure he's going to get the shot in and not sure he's going to sort of really take take advantage of this um, but yeah this, I mean Nicola, it was a gift like you say and you go in half time like I say when, when Kivio's coming on and Zinchenko's going off yeah. not, for, not, not necessarily for the defensive element but you're thinking well that's one less sort of they're not going to. He's not going to have as much of the ball. He's not going to set as much of a tone, Kivior, as Zinchenko, and, and he's he's shown that he's got a weakness in him defensively. I did think that was a chance for Liverpool to sort of take advantage of the the, the leveler, but yeah, they didn't. Apart from that sort of ten minute spell, they didn't really do it. Yeah, and that's that's frustrating for me. I don't really because, like I said, I do think they, they start the second half well in that comparatively, it's probably our best period of the whole game. That's sort of forty five to about fifty five or sixty. Um, you know, we got a few shots away, not great ones, not great opportunities, but we're at least sort of pressing. But 
you do wonder whether <laughs> I think sometimes you know do do we understand our, our full power as, as Liverpool Football Club and you know, again, I was speaking, when I speak to uh, Laura, the Arsenal fan this morning, she was like, when that goal went in, I was like, oh, here we go. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I bet the Arsenal players were thinking it as well. Oh, oh Liverpool are going to do that thing that Liverpool do um, and, and just sort of take a game away from you. And then we just sort of don't really. We, we just sort of, you know, don't have the, either the confidence or the, the ability in that game to, to really kind of go like, oh, you, you've let us back in this game. You're idiots. Well, now we're going to make you, now we're going to punish you. Exactly, yeah. I, I mean, I, I uh, spoke to Dan Austin at halftime because he was in, in the same same pub as me, and we both said we'll, we'll, we'll win now. You know, yeah. it, 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 you know, having having uh, having not not uh, not enjoyed any any of the first half, basically, <laughs> you, you suddenly do think you know that, that we'll win now. And, and as you say, Arsenal would have all been been a lot of them will be will have been thinking the opposite. Their players would have been thinking, you know what. The, the cliche and it's a terrible time to concede they'll have been thinking and here we go again um and 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 that's it's why it's a real head scratcher isn't it as we sort of said at the top of the show it, it, it is it is quite hard to to put your put your finger on exactly why it is that it that it that it doesn't happen like that um yeah it's it, it's it's a it's a really tricky one and i suppose i suppose the only only time tells really isn't it you know that the, the, it may be that we have a couple more of these this season which be which would be terrible but you sort of don't think so you sort of think that, that there's there's there were, there were a lot of a lot of circumstances there which meant that the kind of you know that the, the the key things that we that we have in terms of legs and mentality you know some of them key players weren't weren't there or weren't able to to, to perform as the as, as they normally normally can um and, and coupled as i say with with the the, the performance which i think it, it, you know we sh- shouldn't shouldn't kind of underrate or downplay i thought i thought um thought arsenal's performance was really really good in in the in in the in the way of shutting us down as well as as as, as in, in, in the fact that they they created some pretty decent decent opportunities even though they kind of the ones they scored were a bit jammy <laughs> <laughs> i think the most frustrating period of the game for me actually josh was after we conceded the second because you know we go for it's it's about 20 minutes isn't it between the second goal and canate getting sent off and that that sort of game over when when canate goes but then didn't feel like we were creating enough in that period anyway. I've had a little look at the the XG chart um, on, on Stats Bomb and we go from 0.23 to 0.33 in terms of, you know, goals created. So, you know, or, or chances chances created sort of in that period, really. And that's not really what you associate with Liverpool. You think, you know, you go a goal down and you think, you know, the subs have, have come on. There's still quite a few, you know, fresh players and, and explosive players on there. You know, even if we don't equalise, I would have expected us in normal circumstances to have a bit more of a go than we did. Yeah, I, th- I think that the goal felt like too much of, of a huge body blow and it comes back to, to what you were saying before. Like, that's 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 down to the players on the pitch as, as how, you know, listen, you can take that moment. You can you can say, you know, Virgil and the, and the keeper have sort of, uh, have had one there. It's nobody's fault. We, we, like, we crack on from this now and sort of build back. But I think these these Arsenal games in, in recent times you've seen becoming a real mentality war and, and in most cases whether Liverpool have won the game or not it feels like Liverpool have, have sort of got the better of that, that mentality war because Arsenal have mostly got the 
better of, of, of the play on the pitch. You'd definitely say that in the FA Cup game. You'd probably say it in in the first one at Anfield before. I think is it the the Shaka starting on on Trent one maybe is is, mm. is the sort of the first of of this series of you know where Arsenal have, have dominated and then and then suddenly let it slip to Liverpool. And it, it had all all the sort of hallmarks that yesterday, but then but Liverpool also lost the mentality battle as well as the the sort of technical on pitch battle. And I think that that second goal was was proof of it is, is how much Liverpool allowed that to take the wind out of their sails. And that's it's 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 a minor concern that in, in the sense that I don't think it's it's not a pattern that's developed at all. But in a stretch of the imagination this season, it was massively a pattern last season where Liverpool found themselves being far too easily discouraged by by sort of adversity in games and and, and by moments like that happening in games. And I guess the, your only concern in that would be, is it down to the personnel who who made the mistakes? Is is it the fact that it is Alisson and Van Dijk yeah. made everybody else go, well, fucking hell, if it can happen to them, it can, it can happen to any of us. And then suddenly everyone almost plays <clears throat> sort of too much within themselves from from that point. You could argue there's a few, you know, little things that, that go against Liverpool in, in between that, that period of time as well. But, you know, there's there's sort of no excuse for, for Liverpool to have that moment to, to reset, to, to not build back from that and to only sort of, you know, create what's that 0.10 x xg yeah. from from that moment on um you'd definitely like to see liverpool do more from that point and the manager will, will take some of that on on himself as well and, and i'm sort of in some ways pleased in some ways it feels a little bit a bit unnecessary just because we love them all for for everybody to to sort of be coming out and claim that it's oh yeah it's my fault it's my fault um but the manager does take some responsibility within it within that i think in terms of you know he he can find ways in terms of the structure of the team in terms of substitutes to sort of make sure liverpool do go on and play you know the best football they've they, they've played in that period but but they don't and then as you say the, the game sort of gets away from them from there yeah, we're not able to sort of get our, our forward players, even the ones who come on into dangerous positions. It was funny, I was in the ground and when Nunes come on, someone, someone when he mates next to me, said, oh, he's going to score from his first touch. Um, and then they scored about eight minutes later and he went, don't worry, Nunes is going to score on his first touch. Which is sort of making the point that I don't even... into the away end. Yeah, well, that oh, God, that was awful. Yeah, yeah he should have crossed that. Absolutely. And that, that was sort of, you know, I... It's, it's it's sort of simultaneous what people love and and what they want to see change about Nunes, isn't it? It's just that sort of calmness. It's like you know, yeah, you've, you've done, did have a few in the box. Didn't yeah, you've you? done you've done the sort of the hard way. You've, you're the first player really who's got any sort of you know direct kind of beating an opponent in the penalty area and manufacturing some space. And yeah, that, I mean, I, I didn't like Gary Neville's commentary, but I knew what he meant when he said. I think he said he he wants. And he didn't. He stopped himself, and he's talking <laughs> to. He said, "But I, I knew what he meant. Um, he did. He did want that. Um, but that was about it, wasn't it? You know, there was not really. I mean, McAllister had a couple of shots from outside the box. I think there was one. The Curtis had one sort of where he. That was early in the half, wasn't it? Where he sort of cut in and, and, and bent it around the far post. But you never really thought, even when Liverpool were getting crosses into the box, you never really thought there was like a or the, even panic in the in the yeah. Arsenal defence. I, I never got that impression really. And it's not like Liverpool; they, they, they do, if, even if they're not at the races in terms of their own play, they do kind of put the opposition in a position where they're either hurrying the clearances or they're conceding corners or they're doing anything. It just felt a little bit like Liverpool were were banging their head against the wall really yeah. and it wasn't it wasn't happening it can happen can't it you know it, it's what shouldn't get lost in amongst it is it's probably one of the hardest places to go in, in European football yeah. to go to go yeah. and win I know Jürgen said that didn't he afterwards I think they might win the Champions League you know I think like no one's really? talking about it at all about, like, they've got Porto in the last 16 yeah, haven't they so you, you think they get through around. that like they've beat City at home already yeah. this season I think like I don't know and, and I think I, you know I don't I don't 
like everything that he does, Arteta, and, and I don't like everything about his sort of style. But I think you, the biggest thing you can say about him is fair play. He's got he's got a club that's struggled for for atmosphere and and sort of togetherness. He's built it, hasn't he? You know, he's got it. He's got it going. Sometimes they can lose it when I think I think they have a sense of entitlement sometimes, and and, it, and that can come and bite them in games. But he has got that place. For, like formidable to, to go there I think West Ham are the only team that have, have had the result there this season apart from Liverpool in the Cup but yeah it is a tough away game to go there so to go and expect that you're going to maybe have you know the, the, the things your own way is is unrealistic but I think Liverpool were too far the other way I think I think you, you would expect to have more than Liverpool it, had it probably felt even tougher yesterday as well in, in the sense that I think like that you see in their celebrations at the end and listen like everyone's you know so many people are being the celebration police on Twitter and then people are, are policing the celebration police as well which is always a dead funny thing it's like everyone's just chasing each other around social media which is why I just stayed off it last world's night world's full of busies ex- exactly yeah. <laughs> but, but, but Arsenal had, Arsenal had done really well I think to make that game feel do or die like they they, they yeah. must have said to themselves to, to some degree because Jurgen Klopp said it in, in the week again and he was like, I, I can't make the message to the players if we win this, we're eight points ahead because that's that's not what motivates these these players like to, to have a, a big gap to to one of your rivals. But on, you know, on the contrary, I think Arteta can can almost say that to us. He can be like, if if you lose this, like you might as well kiss goodbye to the title race. And I think you see Arsenal's players sort of almost almost rise to that challenge, and then you probably see it in the celebrations at the end a little bit as well. I think you you definitely see it in the atmosphere. It feels like there is a real sense around Arsenal yesterday. Like we we really really need to win this football match. And and Liverpool I, I, again, I don't want to go like sort of too much into the mentality because I don't, I just don't think it's been a, a broad issue this season. I think it was an issue in, in in the game yesterday, and that's something for Liverpool to sort of you know think about, particularly in in, in the big games going forward. Liverpool have been great at beating, you know, bottom ten sides and 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 teams sort of like that this season. It's been in the bigger games where I've sort of worried a little bit, like Neil mentioned before, they didn't cause Arsenal enough panic. I think Liverpool have also been guilty of panicking too much in big games. You see it against United at, at home that it ends up just becoming a, a, a crossing fest, basically, where where Trent's just you know whipping balls into the back post and hoping that something comes off. And it's it's where I I, I sort of sympathise with Nunes a bit yesterday and also believe that he contributes to it by by smashing. The the ball that the, the way yeah. he does is, is that you know he's, he's almost thinking like I'm, I'm not I'm not just going to do the oh hit the ball and, and hope here and he's maybe got not got the right angle to see where Jota is and stuff like that but then he definitely, again, did, he definitely did hit the ball and hope yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I mean it's half, half the problem is he's going I'm not just going to hit this across the yeah, box and hope, hit goal, but, but he's like what I am going to do is hit it yeah. towards the top corner and hope yeah. <laughs> when he wants to make something happen does it he and, and you can sort of forgive that or, yeah. albeit like he, he, he does it in the worst possible way but I think when you when you put big strikers on the bench, they, they come on and they just want to sort of you know, win the game. His, it's his game, isn't it? You know, yeah. he's, he's he's sort of he's explosive and he's spectacular, and you'd sort of rather, I suppose, you'd rather have him doing that than maybe Gakpo being anonymous or you know Jota being sort of easily marked. You know, probably the the quietest I've ever seen Jota in a, in, a, in a game in terms of he just didn't really have any. Any impact physically? Did he? You know, he was he was swallowed up a little bit. He didn't. I mean, I can't recall him having a shot. He might have done, but I don't recall him having an effort on goal. He was he was played really well by Arsenal. I thought. I thought Diaz was played particularly well by by Ben White. You know, um, physically as much as anything, and at least at least when you bring a Nunes on, you you know you you're bringing someone who's not going to be cowed by that sort of physical battle. He's gonna he's gonna embrace it, but you also have to take that sometimes he's gonna embrace it. A bit too readily. Yeah, it was. It, it just all led to a bit of, a, you know, a lot of frustration, Adam. Because I don't 
like I said, I don't think they can see red cards like that big moments in the yeah. game because I think yeah. we're sort of done by then. And I can't think of another game this season, even when we haven't necessarily played well, where we've been at 85 minutes, I've not thought there's something in this for us. Do you know what I mean? And I, I haven't sort of given up or anything because you never know in, in, in football and, and you see that at the end of the first half. But I feel like in... You know, on, on the, the few occasions where we have been down in games this season in the 80 or 85th minute or around that I've always felt like there's something in this for us or even sometimes if we get one we'll get two and win it here whereas that one even by the, the Canate red card I'm not thinking all game over now because I, I sort of already you know got to that point yeah um, it's it, it, I think there's been certainly since we've been playing sort of at our top our top level for the, for the, for the past few months it hasn't felt like that, but I mean, my concern of the the, the broader pitch of the, for this season, I think Josh has sort of just touched on it as well, is these big the bigger away games. You know, I, I think there aren't that many, and you know, we can't you can't lose sight of of, of how how tough a fixture that that is. Uh, yesterday, it's the second or third toughest, I would say, of of, of, of your season. We've the, the 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 worry, I suppose, is that we've still got Everton and Man United to come, haven't we? You know, they're a while away now, though. I've put here we don't play another top ten side away now until April, and probably Everton is likely to be April as well. If we go through it, yeah, with the with the cup, I, I do, I, and I do think that it's uh, it's it, it, it's a tricky one, really, because it does sound a bit like you're making excuses. Because actually, we had some really good players there. Both, you know, we had a good, great bench yesterday. The starting lineup wasn't bad, you know. You've seen that starting lineup win, uh, win, win games, and you'd you'd back it to win most most fixtures, and yeah, we 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 end the we end we end the game with lots of good with lots of good players on as well. So, it, it, I, I do I do think that the, the the reason to kind of be positive about that, despite despite you know dropping points in in another, I say another, you know, we we, we have we have lost and drawn a few, haven't we? Chelsea, uh, Tottenham, City. And then this one, so so we sort of haven't we, we haven't really we had a we had a big win in the league and Newcastle. a big Newcastle yeah yeah okay yeah um, so um, the 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 reason the reason to be to be cheerful is that I do think that there was the the, the extenuating circumstances kind of mainly around around like players coming back from fitness or players just not performing that well yesterday not not just because of the the, the the good performance of Arsenal I think I think we I, I think we're unlikely to see uh, to see all of those things uh, you know combining and we've like patted ourselves on the back so many times since Salah and Endo have been away at how well we've kind of got through and also like um been happy with our kind of look you know uh, with um you know the, the the timings of certain players coming back from injuries just as another one goes off and yesterday I think that that uh, that it sort of caught up with us a little bit I think also it you can you can lose games like this as long as you win the ones that you're supposed to win and the next yeah. four in particular you're looking at them and you think well if you win all four of them you can, you can swallow getting beat at Arsenal sure you what you don't want you don't want it to become a oh they, they beat Burnley and then they, they, they drop a point they drop points at Brentford and they drop points at Forest and you know they, they have a tough time against Luton you don't want it to become a thing where it's like just the momentum stalled you can take a one. If, you, if all of a sudden you're on a four-game winning streak after after losing at Arsenal, it's like, well, that's fine, isn't it? Arsenal got West Ham away next week. Yeah. I wouldn't be at all surprised if they don't win that. 
so you're like, well, the damage isn't, you know, like, don't worry about the damage in, in terms of the, the, the Premier League efforts. It's like the shape of the season. Yeah. So, so the shape of the season kind of changes yesterday, doesn't it? But you yeah. don't, you're not quite sure yeah. how yet. So, so Arsenal could run and away City with it could at lose Christmas. Tonight, yeah. and, and you go, So I guess you ex- what, what we kind of expect hasn't happened yet. You expect City to win the next two yeah, games yeah. and then the shape of the season is different again because it's massive scoreboard pressure on Liverpool and whether we can respond to it. But it's, it is one of them where we just the only way you can you can respond if you are Liverpool is you just have to as you yeah. say you have to win the next four it makes Brentford a big game and we still never won there have we? no no exactly and Burn- I mean Burnley's probably the the one you'd pick isn't it Burnley or Sheffield United yeah. at home yeah. I think would be the next game you'd pick because you think they're not very good but also Burnley aren't going to like they're not going to bully it or make it really horrible game they're yeah. sort of you, you're going to have a lot of the game you're yeah. going to you're going to be able to have a bit of fun with, with with the game you know you should be able to if you play so that's that's I think that's why a lot of people can take it because you think well should win next weekend <laughs> I, I think City have got Everton um, which okay but City have got Everton and I think they dropped points against them last season Arsenal got West Ham you're like well I'll have our fixture next week you know I'll, yeah. I'll be more surprised if there was a two point swing against us than, than for us then you've got you've got Brentford for uh, Luton in midweek haven't you that, that one's been moved and that, even that the fact that that's been moved, you say it's awkward in the week of the, the Carabao Cup final, but you know what? It puts three points on the board if you win it and you're looking into the weekend and you're going, well, it's a bit of a false league table with eight points clear there and go on, away you go. Mm. And all of a sudden you create that pressure. So I don't, I, I expected better from Liverpool. I thought they'd play a lot better than they did. I thought they'd get a result at the weekend, but I don't think that will define Liverpool's season, a, a loss at Arsenal. I think what, you, what we'll look back on at the end of the season if Liverpool do miss out, is you'll say, well, ah, that game we should have won, that game we should have won, as opposed to a game that, you know, a draw would have been a good result from anyway. You've only lost a point from from sort of a an acceptable result. Yeah, draws are crap. Who's the one? Is it Man United? United, United have got like two, haven't they, or something? Yeah, yeah, and then someone else they've had three or four. Yeah. Yeah, I respect yeah. that. Just win or get beat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get beat if United. Can okay, let's sort of finish up on, it, on a few reasons to be positive. And this week off, I'm not sure how to just from a personal point of view. I think I'd be, I'd rather be remove, manage to move Luton to Wednesday because I think for for the fan base, it'd be nice to to sort of get out of our system and see our team win again and, and feel a little bit better. But for the players in the squad, I think don't think they'll be smarting too much from the weekend and it's a chance to get a few back is what you'd say. It was nice to see Mo Salah running about last week. You know, he's got to be in contention for the weekend. Uh, we'll see on to Bosley. It's further, more training for Trent, more training for Robbo, more training for Thiago. Endo, and, and Endo. Endo back yeah. in, the, in the country and stuff Can't like that. Bradley will be back. Yeah, so it does feel like, um, you're doing a great job here, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> any, any, just, any more? Uh, uh, no, I think that, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Hopefully Sabos like back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll sort of see on him. There, there is, it, it could be a really good week, this for Liverpool, Josh, it could be a week where, you know, you see the manager on, on Friday in the press conference saying like, yeah, do you know what, Arsenal wasn't great, but we feel like we put a lot of things right and we've got people sharper and, and we're ready to go 100% and I think Neil's right to say before as well that I think it being Burnley at home comes at the perfect time and I'm, and I'm not saying that to sort of you know be disrespectful to Burnley in any way and I'm sure Klopp won't won't ever do that in his press conference he'll be big in Vincent Company up and picking out specific players names <laughs> in, in, in his press conference on Friday like like he always does to, to sort of really hammer he home makes that everyone point sound Hon- like honestly yeah he's like to watch yeah. them and he's, <laughs> he's done well to play. I didn't even know who started yeah, yeah. he's done with Watford and everyone he's Hon- done honestly like the, the names he, he, he sort of plucks 
out the air. But you know, there's a, there's a chance there for you know if if you, if you didn't think Trent looked like a player who was who was match sharp at the weekend or particularly in rhythm, it's a really good chance for him to get match sharp and back in rhythm. I'd I'd be a hundred percent starting him and Robertson as as the fullback pair in this because I think you, you almost need to get that first Liverpool eleven some 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 minutes back into their legs and, yeah. and those two being sort of really key parts of that. I, I don't know if I agree on your quantum point before and that I think I just put Joe Gomez in centre half. I think I think he probably deserves to, to sort you? of stay in the team at this point. Yeah, I, I, I do, and I think Quan's almost become the de facto replacement for, for Van Dijk as, as much as the right hand side. I think Gomez has been broadly better when he's been on the right hand side of defence than, than on the left. So I think you're you're almost looking at them as sort of two different options now. Where for the right hand side, the options are, are, are Matip, Gomez, and, and Kanate, and for the left hand side, it's it's Quanza and, and Van Dijk. So I think I'd be going going for for Gomez in, in that one. And then there's maybe an argument for for lads like Gravenberg and, and Gakpo to be going again and it's not to say that they've done a ton to deserve that it's almost this idea of we need to make sure everyone's got got sharpness and, and, and rhythm in the legs now because you know February's not a month where Liverpool have a load of fixtures but it's a really good chance for Liverpool to, to sort of you know be on this Arsenal result now put some momentum going into March when, when the fixtures do start coming thicker and faster again and that's that's where I'm, I'm sort of I am almost glad to have this week because I think you could be in a, a potential complete disaster and we've seen Klopp seasons unravel for Liverpool as well where Liverpool had one body blow of a result and then suddenly they go to Luton on a Wednesday and Luton have got you know Wednesday night their fans are up they, they've got the bit between their teeth Ross Barkley fucking scores one off his arse and no, suddenly no. Liverpool Paul's season is is drifting away from them. It's it's a negative way to look at it, but I'm quite glad that you you get your week to sort of recoup. They get to you know analyze the mistakes they made on the training ground and stuff. Have have a big chat about it. Have a big chat about the mentality going going into the weekend and then and then fucking leather Burnley everywhere. Fucking leather Burnley everywhere. What's your what's your leathering Burnley position, Adam? Just get me in to do the team tour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, I. I, I decided this morning that I would have liked it to have been midweek but that's just because I like Jurgen Klopp making me feel better by doing a press conference and I really need to get over that at some point soon <laughs> <laughs> got, some, got some bad news for you Adam I know. I know. maybe I'll get, I'll get you in Josh to do my team talks to pep me up uh, yeah there's not there's not many of them left but um, yeah I, I think I think it does it, co- it comes at a good time and I know sometimes it's a, it, we, we you know we say we, we prefer rhythm and we like playing we like playing two games a week but it's a um, it, it, it's a it's a good one at this stage to um to get everybody back and I, I, I sort of agree I think with uh, with what Josh is saying that I expect it to be um I expect it to be a uh, yeah would you say weakened team probably you know that's not a, a, the, the best way to put it but the team that kind of um that that, that go that goes again for a, for a, for a couple of those players um to to as as I've, I've sort of keep banging on about the the, the form that that we that we were missing yesterday you can't sort of get that by anything any other way other than than getting some uh, getting more minutes into into some of those uh, some of those legs so yeah um yeah Gakpo and um Gakpo, Gravenberch, and especially um, Robertson and Trent, because we can't we can't keep looking worse when they're on the on the field, really, can we? We need to uh, we need them to be to, to be back as uh, full fully fully themselves for us and uh, showing how how that how the team works at its best. They were good. Gakpo and Gravenberch at Burnley on, on Boxing Day, especially in the first half. Yeah. I thought Gakpo played off the left. Gravenberch played in in the midfield. I think it was. Endo, Gravenberg, and well, Gakpo have been good up until Norwich, really. Yeah, I, 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 I know. I mean, shouldn't I, I? Don't do it, but I did notice he was trending. He was on me trending topics today, and I thought that won't be good. I mean, Gravenberg was trending in the away yeah, end. Let yeah, me tell you. I, mean, I, 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 I think Gravenberg, Gravenberg sort of like this. You know, if he was an academy kid, he'd be getting a lot more stick, wouldn't he? I think, but 
he's at, he's that age. He's twenty one. He's like he's not finished, is he? But yeah. uh, you know, maybe the price tag makes you think he should be. But he's still in moments, and he's you know he does really good things in the game. But you never really feel like he he, he bosses a game, or you feel like you come off and go, God, that was brilliant today. You know, yeah. you sort of think, oh, he did that little turn, didn't he, and that run forward. But that, then you think actually, he also was a bit sluggish or a bit. He's taken off after an hour or whatever. But they played well against Burnley. That's why I'd have Quan City. Quan was probably man of the match, I think, against Burnley in the um, yeah, was, in, in the yeah. game. Uh, playing, playing alongside Van Dijk, I think he'll play. I, I don't see Gomez as a centre-back anymore. Um, Simakash we missed off uh, as, as another one who, who's, who's edging closer. But you've, you, you could have a situation where you've got your benches like Salah, Endo, Thiago, um, Bradley... You know, whoever Gravenberg, mm. Nunes, Elliot. you know, you, yeah, 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 Elliot. Yeah, you could have a, a thing where you're like, do you know what? You could just have a, you could almost have two teams out there. You could have a, a 60 minute team and then a, and then sort of five guns coming on at, at the end if, if needed or to get some rhythm. So I think there's it's a good fixture for Liverpool and I think they should have a good squad for it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Any other business before we move on? A long old wait. Um, <laughs> hope you've enjoyed that. There'll be loads more analysis of the Arsenal game uh, for our subscribers. I'm really looking forward to the review uh, today. There has not been loads of defeats, thankfully, uh, for the lads to get the teeth that stuck into. But there is um, one this weekend. And so the, 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 <laughs> the silver lining of the cloud is I think the review is going to be excellent today. So I'm really looking forward uh, to listening to that uh, for our video subscribers. There's an uh, exciting host of uh, five things um, today. <laughs> They've decided the other fellas rubbish. He's passed it. Sometimes he only does four. Um, so, so Josh Jackson stepping up today. Look forward to. Yeah, I'm looking forward who's, to. Who's it. on with you, Josh? Uh, me and Grace Maley. So it'll be it'll be a be a good room. We've we've already discussed that we're going to make sure we end on on a positive note because I think I think we already got quite philosophical about the result last night. Like I like I found when the final whistle blew, that was really sad. Like I would say unsustainably sad. Like, yeah. if, I'd, like if I'd have come in this morning, that's sad. Then everyone everyone would have felt it. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make sure uh, we we have some some things to look forward to in Liverpool's future i find grace maley's got a name that goes really well into songs uh, i know you're a fan of that genre yeah, Adam. Uh, that's that's what all the five things are they're just five different songs that, that grace's name goes uh, into what up all night for grace maley uh, nice. sound yeah. of the summer <laughs> i still think that's why mo salah's so popular names that you, you say the full name yeah as well yeah like solly march yeah real fox real fox you'd never call him fox no it sounds ridiculous or rule everybody wants to rule yeah, the world yeah. uh, nice. there we are and then also I, I'm hosting I am hosting the weekend unless I get kicked off that as well uh, but at, at 4 o'clock <laughs> see later. how I get on five things I know well, we're going to be talking about 3 o'clock kickoffs because I thought <laughs> did you see that TNT did the tweet yeah, on Saturday yeah, which was funny it got a lot of response it ba- basically did. are you not entertained are you like, we're not allowed no, what, what's that what's that what's that what's that no mate watching the rugby <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to talk about that on the weekend, so we're looking forward to that. So great time to subscribe to the Anfield app, do download the app, you get some free tokens and stuff like that. And I'd also, uh, as a last little thing from me, encourage everyone to buy Jamie Webster's album, which is out this week. Uh, video, people who enjoyed this on YouTube will have seen a little video we did with Jamie Webster. Uh, but for those of you who listen as a podcast, uh, basically just buy his album. That's the summary. It's 10 minutes that leads to that. Uh, buy his album. He's got a chance to get to number one. Uh, that'd be absolutely amazing. Uh, but he needs all of our support. But we can all do it together. And if you can do that before Friday, that would be great. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, for everyone coming in I feel better now and hopefully the (laughs) listeners do too Sports Social Podcast Network